Hey, man. What's going on? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I was trying to say what's going on, and there was a bee that got thrown in there somehow. It came out, came out very Louisiana. What's going on? I think I swallowed at the same time. I don't know what happened, guys. We can the immediate what from both of us. We couldn't even. Sorry, Connor. If you could just put subtitles over me like they do in the swamp shows, that would really be helpful. I have no idea what I said. What go like on? Name. Put a name and give right. Jared like a weird swamp name. We don't got to do this. <laughs> Jared Myers Swamp Boy. <laughs> swamp Boy. That's what they're called. You know. Golly, dude. Anyways, <laughs> have you ever heard of? Uh, <laughs> okay. Have you ever gone on one of those Gator tours in like Louisiana? Yeah, yeah. Not in Louisiana. I went in Florida. Yeah, it's I went fun. once. <laughs> We went. We went. Uh, have you been in the what is it? Pensacola Bay. Yeah, that whole bay is only an average of like four feet deep, which is crazy. And so, like, he took us out into the middle of the bay on our little the little what fan you floater Pensacola, thing. Pensacola, dude. Well, we were at uh, this is your honeymoon. We were at Alice Beach, <laughs> and then we drove up to Pensacola okay. for this tour. Um, but for the Pensacola Bay for the for the Pensacola Bay. Gator tour. <laughs> they got a swamp oh, on the back gotcha, side. I gotcha, I gotcha. So gotcha. we're in the little fan boat, and he takes us out to the center of the bay. Like yeah. leaves the swamp, takes us out to the center of the bay, and he didn't tell us that it's only four feet deep. What he did tell us, he said, he said this bay is swimming with uh with the bull sharks, and then he jumped out of the boat in the middle of the bay. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite videos on the internet <laughs> is. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Where there's just on that swamp boat, pitch black, middle of the night, going through the swamp, and they see someone in the swamp, and they roll up. You know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. And he's got a Walmart cheesecake in his hands, and and the guy on the boat, in the most Louisiana way, just goes, "Bro, are you eating cheesecake in the swamp?" And it's and that's where the video ends. You don't get any context. No idea why this guy's and he just goes, "Yeah." And he's just just barefoot in the dark. (laughs) It is gator territory. Swamping around, dude. (laughs) Do you think down there they call garage sales swamp meats? Or do you think that's what they call do you think that's what they call their meat shops when they sell alligator? (laughs) Swamp swamp meat. Swamp meat. Oh gosh, I hate that. Anyway, incredible story, but yeah, the guy just jumped out and he and it was like knee deep water, and so all of us were like, he just jumps out and lands, and we're like, what the like it messed. He laid it on a shark. (laughs) Well, that yeah, he's he's like he's like he's like this whole bay, and he tells us explains it's like four feet deep. He's in there for thirty seconds, and he's like he's like oh yeah, there's a bull shark now, and like jumps back in, and the bull shark literally like swims right up next to our boat. It was it was a crazy experience. Yeah, we didn't even see any gators on the gator tour though. Anyways, you didn't see any ghosts <laughs> on the ghost tour either, you know. <laughs> but we did see ghosts on the Gator tour. We saw Gators on the ghost weird, tour. Dude. That was weird. In those night vision goggles, bro. <laughs> Is that a ghost? <laughs> and then we're in that we're in this house and we saw Is a Gator a ghost eating cheesecake right now. <laughs> The guy was like, the guy was like, yeah, the, ga- the alligator is not a part of the ghost tour. We should yeah. get out of this basement. <laughs> Whatever gators do, dude. There's all swamp cats, bro. They're just. <laughs> you're like, okay. Swamp cat. <laughs> okay. Swamp, swamp cat was what my name should be on the. <laughs> On the Discord, yeah, change that, no, change that right in now. In the beginning, where I'm like, you ran Swamp Cat is my name. Wow, no, I think dude. you should change your name in the Discord we right now. Cut. No one will understand. Oh, all right, 
<laughs> I think this whole part should be the intro to the episode. Um, if you're, <laughs> this if you're not intro. a Patreon supporter, sorry. If you are, you get access to our Discord channel. Um, and uh, Jaren's name right know. now is Paul Rudd the actor. It is Paul Rudd the actor, I which think, I also changed with no context. Yeah, I think mine is Lord of the Rabbits. Still. It is right now. I forget how to change your name on here. You have to like click on your profile and then go to like change name. Edit on this user server. profile. Here we go. I'm going. Yeah. What am I going? Swamp Cat. Swamp Cat. Like we don't know what's out there, but we it's don't coming. know where you're at, but you know where and we it's, are. And and it's, that's scary. It she says, if a guy has time yeah. in his 20s to take me out on dates, he's a loser. A guy tried to pass me on a single lane road today. He was yeah. real mad. Yeah, I was like, where are you going to go in your Chevy? I needed some <laughs> me time. <laughs> Things I learned last night. Leave that whole part in. Great. Except for this part that we cut out. You ready? (laughs) (laughs) Executed flawlessly. Perfect cut. (laughs) We're so good at editing this, dude. All right. Anyway. Uh, So, yeah. What are we talking about? Have you ever heard of uh, the Strauss Howe generational theory? <laughs> the what? You might have heard of it under the, it's, uh, its more popular name, the fourth turning. The fourth turning. This yeah. is an alien thing. No. What? Well, uh, no, actually, I don't. The I mean, I guess turning? maybe there's a way. <laughs> no, yeah, the fourth turning. That's this more popular name. No. So this is an interesting thing. Is this like the enneagram? Uh, <laughs> In a way, sort of similar. Okay. There's no test that you can take. Okay, um, you're but, just proclaimed. <laughs> yeah, you get to just pick. You get to just choose. Uh, sure. No, but in a way, it's k- kind of similar. Um, it, it, so this, it, the fourth turning, is comes from the Strauss-Howe generational theory. Okay. And this is a, a book. What are you saying? The Strauss Strauss dash How Okay generational theory. Great. Um, and it's it's found in a book from a guy named Neil Howe and William Strauss. Is these two academics. Right. One of them's an economist and one of them's a historian. Okay. And they wrote this book that released in 97 called The Fourth Turning, an American Prophecy. Um, and the concept of... Great. <laughs> it, this was their second book together. In 91, they released a book called Generations. So these guys are really interested in, in generations. Have we talked about this weird book before? Um, I don't think we have. Okay. Uh, Not on the podcast, but just like you and I? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think we have. Sure. Um, uh, and it's interesting because mm-hmm. I've been hearing a lot about this concept of the fourth turning lately, especially on like TikTok. Okay. Uh, it's gotten very conspiracy. Yeah. Conspiracy ish. I want to say there's like a some kind of book from the nineties yeah. that like prophesied a lot of the stuff that Yeah, it's is, this one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah. And there's like a lot <laughs> of conspiracy theorists who are elite who and it's like pretty vague. Yeah, you know prophecies. Yeah, that then you can be like, well, technically this does match that description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm I'm glad you have a concept of this because what I want to do is I want to outline the conspiracy theory view, and then I want to and then I want to take. That's what I was worried about. I was worried about the people who were going to search this topic having to listen to us talk swamps. (laughs) 
You know, it's always it's always one of these episodes yeah. where we open like that. It yeah. just happens. There will be episodes about stuff that doesn't matter at all, and we'll dive right we into di- the we content. We just get super into the topic. Yeah, yeah. And but on these then, ones, we just go dead swamps. <laughs> but then on conspiracy episodes, <sighs> I wear where a hazmat the suit. angriest <laughs> people. Oh, bro, the Tatarian episode <laughs> was rough. Yeah, yeah, that I'm, always happens. Why I'm always shocked happen? about the lack of comments we have on the Orgon episode. That is true. That one just hasn't picked up. I don't know why yet. Yeah, we'll have so to make, the make some clips about it. The fourth turn is um, so yeah. I want to I want to look at the conspiracy view of it and kind of outline that, and then I want to take it back to the book. But these dudes aren't dead, are they? Like they're around. One of them's dead. The other one's still around. And yeah. so he's still doing interviews, and it's actually really interesting watching him. Is he feeding now. into the conspiracy stuff? No, um, that's the best part of it. <laughs> no. Uh, and, and what what's interesting? But his partner's dead. <laughs> if you watch. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? His partner was feeding into the conspiracies, and the FBI killed him for it. Uh, the FBI doesn't do that. It'd be the oh, CIA. Sorry, you're right. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, I wanted to do an episode about this conspiracy theory, and so because I wanted to do that episode, like I did my research, and then I realized this to? book was on uh, uh, Amazon. Yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? Not Kindle. Barnes and Noble. Not Kindle. We use it all the time to listen iPad. to books. Audible. Audible. Thank you. I was drawing a blank. Uh, Tillin.com slash audible. Uh, Hashtag ad. <laughs> no, uh, and so I was like, well, I'll just listen to it. We should make so a, listen- we should make an ad service for podcasting called Addible. <laughs> called No, Addible is a definitely a term from Algebra Victory. <laughs> Stupid. What? Algebra Victory. What's Algebra Victory? Algebra for Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Except for what was it, Kentucky? <laughs> Except for Kentucky. That's a joke for our I Patreon forgot about supporters. Algebra Victory. Oh, have we posted man. that yet? I don't know. Google Algebra Victory. <laughs> By the time this comes out, we will have. Uh, so the uh, uh, I wanted to do the episode about the conspiracy theory because I thought it was an interesting theory. Um, more just because I thought you were going to hate it. Yeah, uh, but I do. Then I listened to the book and I realized, like most conspiracy theories, how far off they are. Uh, and so now I want to do both. The conspiracy theorists are far off. Yeah, oh, okay. I, mean, they, they, I thought you were going to say I realized, like most conspiracy theorists, the truth. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Well, no, I think I think I think the conspiracy theorists like they they took they took the ideas and they freaking ran with them. Yeah, and they didn't um, read the book. Yeah, they they read they watched a YouTube video that a guy who read the book wrote. Yeah, and then they made some assumptions, and then a yeah. bunch of people watched those guys' assumptions, and it just right. Kinda, yeah, and now it's like affected. the church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't read it, <laughs> but my pastor said. <laughs> but I watched the video. Yeah, you but I watched it. this. You get it. That was a good yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really funny. Uh, so, no. Okay. So here's 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 the way it goes. Right. Um, the concept is that every eighty years or so, we enter sure. a fourth turning period. Okay. And in the fourth turning period, everything blows up. Um, the Political stability of the world starts to collapse. The the polar shift. <laughs> the poles shift. <laughs> sure. Uh, and uh, and there's usually wars and economic issues and things like that. Okay. Um, and it's interesting if you go back 80 years from now, World War II. Uh, go back about 80 years from then. Uh, it's the the Civil War. The Civil War. About 80 years from then, it's the Revolutionary War. Um, about 80 years from then is like the beginning of the colonial you know who period. Had like a similar. Theory is this? 
This is totally Ew. not off topic. Uh, my ex girlfriend's dad. <laughs> I remember one time very specifically. He listens. I'm so yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so serious. Is that we were in his living his kitchen. You know, we're sitting there talking about whatever. It was 2015. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And he goes, you know, every seven years the the uh, economy resets. <laughs> I was like, what? He goes, it's <laughs> biblical. <laughs> And he's telling me how every seven years he goes. He was saying that it, it's it's biblical to forgive your forgive debts of, of yeah 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 you know yeah. Uh, what does he think that our country he thinks that because we're not that? because they're not oh. it leads to financial collapse. Oh. And honestly, bro, 2008, 2015, things were rocky. Yeah, 2022, it does kind of track. It does kind of track. It's like a little. It's a <coughs> little. I was like, okay, hey, that's a little hoo ha. But it, you you might be hoo ha yeah. right. You might. <laughs> Well, if you're saying 2000, 2008, 2009, right? 2015, 2016. Yeah. 2022, banks just closed this year, yeah. 23. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. It could be a thing. Yeah. You could be right. Or you could be totally wrong. Me and um, him flying in my Pepsi jet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for buying, fly, buying me this Pepsi jet. Hopefully, everyone repays their debts next year and I don't have to get this repossessed. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Yeah, so here's the flight. Here's the rules for the flight. Okay, got to stay seated when the seatbelt signs on. Uh, exits are at the back and the front here. Uh, if there's an emergency landing, we're going to take it out of field. And also, we just don't talk about her here. You know, that's like the, the only <laughs> rules. Like we're just not going to. Just rules. Don't yeah. bring the vibes. That didn't down, work out. That didn't you know? work out. And, and, it's, we're okay. Just not and it's okay. We're just moving. We're moving you forward know? and it's it's all right. Do you pray? <laughs> Lots of inside jokes for our listeners there. Um, anyway, since you're not a listener, <laughs> conspiracy theorist who stumbled across this, let's talk about the fourth turning then. Yeah, let's get so back anyway, to it. But I'm serious. He did. He really did feel like he was like it's biblical. It's biblical. He was so serious in that conversation. Yeah, and I do remember that. These people are serious about it. I know. So I was saying there's like a similar like vibe, yeah. you know. And so which the, would still track because eight, you know, seven, eight. It's yeah. It's eight. Eight's the number of become completion. eighty. Well, I'm saying like if his theory is correct, you know, yeah, then, then every every 10 of those is yeah, about is a bigger the one. window for yeah. the fourth turning or whatever. Yeah, that's interesting. So it's not like a strict like 80. Yeah, it's 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 a 80 ish. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's interesting. Uh, so the, the the conspiracy theorists say we've seen war after war every 80 year cycle or we're due and we're due for another we're due one for some war. We're due for a big one and so they look at the COVID nineteen pandemic and the as financial the issues thing. that we've had and yes. all the stuff that's as like the beginning of the turning, but it's going to bubble over into this big war. Sure. Um, Does it have to be war? Is that what they've chosen onto? Like it has to be like a world war. Well, it depends who you look at. Sure. <laughs> um, there are some who say it's going to be like a world war. Um, there's some who think that the aliens are going to invade and we're going to have a war with the aliens. Um, there's ones who sense. say it's Nibiru. Have you seen? Do you know what Nibiru is? Is that a Nickelodeon Junior show? Yeah. <laughs> there's Bluey. Yeah, and Nibiru. Bluey, Nibiru. Uh, no, yeah. Mom. Nibiru. <laughs> Nibiru is something I've thought about. Dad. <laughs> Nibiru. <laughs> it was one of those jokes you knew was coming. Yeah, yeah you, just, you, like you had felt to sit. It coming, you had to wait, you had for, to wait it, you know? for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Nibiru is. Um, <laughs> Is this concept I've thought about doing an episode Nibiru's on? Nibiru's brother Zabubafu. <laughs> <laughs> Zabubafu, Nibiru. You get where I'm going. Uh, basically, uh, it's like an idea that there's like some other like hidden planet we haven't found that's like trying to hit Earth. 
Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like we don't know what's out there, but we it's don't coming. know where you're at, but you know where and we it's, are. And and that's it's, scary. And it's going to be here within the next couple of years because we're in the fourth turning and they know that <laughs> and they know it, but NASA hasn't seen it yet. They've been uh, tracking this giant planet that's close enough to hit us in a couple of years. How do you think time will work on Mars? <clears throat> Same way it works in here. Now, I understand what you're saying, but here's what <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> no, like how long is a year on Mars compared to a year here? You know, like for a full rotation of the sun. I've I know this, but I don't remember. Uh, Speaking of this, we should do away with time zones. Oh my gosh, is this the only reason you brought this? Six hundred eighty-seven days on Mars for a year. That's what I'm saying. That's like two years. That is like two years. Now, so how do years work on (coughs) Mars? Yeah, do if we if we colonize Mars, do we have? Year zones too, not just time will, zones. Well, t- will time zones exist? I don't think time zones should exist. I think we should go on universal time. Yeah, we've been arguing about this all day. Well, and people are like, well, then the sun would set at, at, at you know nine a.m. So the sun says at nine a.m. Get over it. Like, well, you know, we can't just do all this because God gave us time zones. It's all made up. <laughs> it's all made up. <laughs> we made up time zones, dude. Yeah, we did. We did. We made up years. Yeah, we did. We did. So how would that work if they're on? What I'm saying is, if they're on a different planet, here's why I brought it up. Yeah. If they're on a different planet. How are they like this is 80 earth years? Yeah, no, they would probably just change. They would probably just attack probably us. Just they don't say- really care. They don't speak. <laughs> they just grunt and do war. <laughs> they would probably just have Martian years. This is a Martian year. Martian years. Yeah, okay. so this is one Martian, Martian years. <laughs> and I was like, were they going to hear very far away? They're going to be like, oh, the conspiracy theorists are getting pretty loud. It's it's one. It's it's one more year. Uh, sir, it sounds like <laughs> Earth is nearing a crisis. <laughs> it sounds like Nibiru is about to hit Earth. It's time for us to attack. I'm glad we live on Mars. <laughs> Nibiru. Nibiru. Uh, yeah, so, th- so some people think Nibiru is about to hit. Um, some people think it's just like an economic crisis or just going to be like a, another pandemic or something sure. like that. You know, everybody's got different ideas of what is the crisis, but the leading one is like a world war. And coincidentally, right now, there's some geopolitical instability uh, with uh, uh, some major powers in the world. Yeah. Um, that we are gotta be careful, stoking man, the flames. We, we did an episode uh, so all about sad. Putin, and yeah. then we couldn't put it out. Yeah. you know, because we record weeks in advance. Yeah, so I'm saying like we got to be careful. We what be we careful talk about, about what right we say here. right now. Yeah, yeah, because we don't know what's going to happen in five weeks. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, there's some geopolitical instability that is stoking the flames of these conspiracy theories. Sure. Um, <clears throat> and so they're getting uh, pretty antsy. Yeah, and so and what's interesting is they use this book as kind of like the proof to this concept. Yeah, look, we're not the crazy ones. Yeah, sure, because the end of this book closes with some predictions um, and okay. they predict at the end of this book uh, a few things that are very interesting. They predicted that around 2020 uh, they use the word 2020 around the year 2020. There will be a communicative virus that spreads across the whole world. Uh, they said that there will be an economic you crisis know what's in the same era. What do you remember? Like when we lived, you didn't live in the apartment, I guess. Uh, when I lived in the apartment with Martz and Ryan and all them, yeah, uh, and that was 2014, 2013, 2014, yeah. And uh, Last Man on Earth, yeah. Do you I know have, about I that? I've heard about that. Yeah, the opening scene. Yep, yep. Says the year 2020. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't remember that. That's spooky. That was a fun show, though. It was all right. It was pretty good for the first the season. First, the first season was really fun. Yeah, and then it got 
And then it got weird. They had to stretch it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all right. Anyways, um, so yeah, yeah there's a spooky. lot of weird spooky stuff. Yeah, so they so and they, oh, and we're watching servant. Yeah, and servant came out in 2018. Yeah, when we're watching season one yeah. and uh, he loses his taste and smell. Interesting. And he's like, he's gonna got some kind of virus or something. Interesting. And and we're watching it being like, oh no, oh weird. He got it. He's early. Yeah. He was the first. He was subject one. But it was like <laughs> in the show, it's like some you know, it's like not a witchcraft thing, but like a supernatural. Yeah. Anyway, it's it, weird. It was Barona virus. Barona. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it was a different thing. You can't say it's the same thing. <laughs> Hey, thanks for checking out this episode. If you like it, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Uh, speaking of future episodes, we have a ton of past episodes. Uh, we have a back catalog of well over a hundred episodes. Uh, so check those out. My current favorite is Nellie Bly. She was a journalist from the early 1900s who totally changed the industry, especially for women in the industry. Super cool story, but also kind of crazy. Uh, some of the things that she did. Uh, we had a lot of fun in that episode, so check that out. Uh, don't for- forget to subscribe, but ultimately just thanks for being here. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. This time of year is interesting because everybody's kind of coming out of their winter hibernation uh, and wanting to go do stuff. And if you're anything like me, uh, that's not great. Not because uh, you don't like your family or you don't like your friends or anything like that, but because your social battery drains pretty easily and you need more time to recharge than a lot of other people in your life. Uh, Last summer, I was not great at this. Uh, I let myself do way too much and I got really, really drained uh, and it was a rough experience all around. Uh, But... Uh, Luckily, I've got a therapist who does a great job helping me set my boundaries and keeping me accountable to my boundaries, uh, especially in areas like this. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online. It's flexible. It's convenient. And it fits literally any schedule. Uh, It's really easy to sign up. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and you'll get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Now, uh, and then they said that uh, um, they said that there was going to be an economic uh, crisis in that sure. in that same time period. They also said that at the very beginning of the fourth turning, that there would be a terrorist attack that would result in the explosion of an airplane. Um, and then they talked about uh, a war, a major war happening. Has there been an explosion with airplanes? I mean, the nine eleven. Yeah, but that was the beginning of the that's what the fourth turning people are saying they were talking about because this was, it. book was written in nineteen ninety seven. That's true. I I knew yeah. that. I I understand how you know time works. Pre nine eleven. I know. I understand you. pre nine eleven. Post nine eleven. <laughs> I understand that. I just didn't know that they were like that's that's it. Yeah, that's the idea. Okay. Um, and so they they take these these um these predictions and say, well, here's all the predictions that they said were going to happen. We can pinpoint. Here's some things that have happened. But then there's some other things that haven't happened, like the war. Sure. Um, and so uh, they're like, yeah, we're still in in this fourth turning period, and we've got a big war coming. And you better buckle your bootstraps, buy your buy your uh, buckle bunker, your bootstraps, buckle your bootstraps, buy down. your bunker, and build your 
beans. Build castle. your bean basement. <laughs> you need a lot of cans of beans. <laughs> I just need another B word. Uh, bean is what happened. Bean. Build your bean castle. Build your bean, bean cans. Bunker. Bean bunker. This bunker is 100% bean can. <laughs> okay. It's the most. It's the most structural structure. It's the most structural structure. <laughs> it's perfect because it can withstand nuclear blasts. But then once I'm ready to get out, I can just eat my way out. I All love right. aluminum. This is very weird. <laughs> so yeah. So here's so, the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, you listened to it though. I listened to the book. Yeah, and I watched some interviews with the author because he's still around doing interviews. Yeah. Interview number one. I didn't do this. <laughs> this this was, wasn't me. I didn't have anything. I didn't to do, do with this. this. Tell the CIA it wasn't me. Yeah. Uh, my my partners at the CIA showed up last We're night. We're still trying to figure out what happened. <laughs> I didn't do this. I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> no, he. Uh, uh, what's interesting is that end of the book that is kind of the basis for a lot of the conspiracy theories. Right, right, right. right. Um, that last chapter was uh, uh, a section that opened with them saying here's how this could possibly pan out and so they didn't even say that here's some predictions for the future. They sure. said, here's a possible scenario and they gave four possible scenarios and those four possible scenarios were separate. The virus did not happen in the same scenario as the war. The economic downturn did not happen in the same right. scenario as the terrorist attack, but it's also not like not like COVID came out of nowhere. Yeah, we that was that's what all the experts were trying to say. They've been saying was like we've been saying that we're not prepared for a pandemic. Yeah, since the swine flu for decades. Yeah, you know, so it's not super surprising that in 1997 it is a little odd that they were 2020, you know, yeah, but like uh, for them to say in the next 20 years. Yeah, and that's the thing is everything that they said was still broad. Like they did say there'd be a pandemic, but like, like you said, like yeah, of course a pandemic could happen. Like we have record of those things happening all the time. Wars could happen. Economic downturns could happen and terrorist attacks could happen. And so these were all really broad things that were just like tragic events that they were saying could happen during this fourth turning. Um, And they weren't saying they were going to happen. They weren't like predicting them, right? They were saying here's some possibilities of how the fourth turning could pan out, right? And they've ran with them like these were prophecies when that's not what they were saying. No. Their subtitle was misleading because they used that word prophecy. I feel like they should change that. Um, <laughs> but uh, the whole concept of the book is actually a lot more interesting than what the conspiracy theorists say it is. Lots it's not to. this it's not this mystical like the world goes to world war every every 80 years. It's not it's not sure. That. Um, it's that it might uh, <laughs> uh, basically the concept is this <clears throat> is that um, it, it, they take uh, seasons like we all have every year has a season mm-hmm. um, and in every season you have different behaviors in that season. You would not try to reap a harvest in the winter. You're not trying sure. to plant seeds in the winter and so your mindset and your behavior in those seasons is different because of what season you're in. Um, yeah, I mean hot girl summer is different than meet the parents winter. <laughs> you know <clears throat> those are those are Different That's a Kindleys. different season. That's a different right. season. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, and so what they said is that um, the generations uh, yeah. follow the same pattern. That makes sense. That every 20 years Sayers or so. Sayers has been talking about this too. Yeah, he. I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he's 
read these books because these are these are pretty academic books. Mm-hmm. These are not y- yeah um, that I've read. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, the uh, these are pretty academic. These books. are pretty Smart academic. You these. wouldn't understand. I read. I read this after I volunteered at church on Sunday. <laughs> uh, you have to buy stocks to understand this book. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I got a portfolio. Bonds. <laughs> no. Uh, so ETFs. Every twenty years or so. Uh, short end 10 years, long end 30 years, average 20. You know how averages work, <laughs> but every is a different generational um, uh, archetype. Yeah. And those archetypes follow uh, one of four uh, uh, structures. Structures. There's the profit. Okay. Which is a time where it's all this generation is big on community life, consensus around ideals. Um, sure. Basically, there is large figureheads and institutions that guide people forward. There's the prophets of the generation that lead everyone and everyone follows their lead. Um, it's very um, high value of institutions. Yeah. The nomad uh, has rebelled against the prophets. The nomads, the next generation. Okay. They've rebelled against the prophets um, and it's almost like um, like a spiritual awakening type of situation, um, but, it, but much more internal. So it's, it's less about the whole and it's more about the me. Um, and it's more about like um, uh, taking down the established order, taking down the establishment, and not listening to what they want from us. Because sure, they and these go right after each right. other, or are these just two different. They come right after each other. Okay. The next is the hero, um, and the hero is one where uh, they have seen a lot of instability that has come from the nomads having kind of tore down all the establishments um, and all of the institutions, and so they. They come up in an era where things are are rocky and difficult. Sure, um, and so they are um, f- oddly strangely optimistic about the future that change is coming and things are going to become better. And they often become the ones who kind of lead the change. That's why they're called the heroes. Okay, um, and then the artists are the ones who. Um, uh, they come of age in a time where everything is radically changing um, and they don't and they're they're not allowed to be a part of it because they're too young. And so then as they grow old, they feel this urge to contribute, but the only way they can contribute is through art. Um, and so they kind of describe everything that they were around growing up because now things are better. Sure. They've, but they remember a time when they were worse and they kind of describe and they write this real, they're, they're poetic, they're writers, they're musicians, um, they're artsy people. Okay. Um, uh, so yeah, those are the four archetypes and obviously everybody is different in those, but that's sure. the archetype that char- characterizes the, the four, the four generations, types, the four generations. And they, they wrote the book generations kind of talking about these archetypes and really fleshed out the concept of what these archetypes were. Sure. And they followed them back about 500 years and showed that as you look at culture as a whole um, from the American line of culture. So through the birth of the United States right. through colonialism and into the early um, when Jesus signed the Declaration of Independence <laughs> <laughs> that they followed this pattern. Okay. Um, and uh, pretty pretty closely um, and while doing that they noticed that it wasn't just the generations that there was this sort of feedback loop of the nation itself was going through this process as well. Okay. Um, 
And that's what they call the turnings. And so um, the fourth turning is what we're this in. Is very academic so far. Thanks. <laughs> I just, I just want to give our listener a break. Do you want to do it? No, I just do you want to talk about swamps again. <laughs> <laughs> so the so the the listeners are thanking me for that, dude. They were like, Shut yeah, this "Give me guy a second up, to man. slow down." Freaking! <laughs> hold on, let me pull out my notes. I guess. Hold on. So hold on. There's a nomad. There's a, <laughs> there's a hero. hero. Which one are we? We're heroes. You're so full of yourself. One hundred percent heroes. What are you talking we about? We are heroes. We are heroes. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So they discovered. We are here. You're a hero. I'm a hero. We're all heroes. No, we're not all heroes. We're barely heroes. We are barely heroes. Okay, um, but we'll be. We'll still. Was Gen Z the artists then? Yeah, they're artists. Yeah. Oh, wow. okay. Good Which for them. Makes sense. Have Stupid. you seen their hair? <laughs> wow, you're so old. That's some artsy hair. You're so old, bro. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I saw the most millennial thing I've ever seen today. This is real. Someone got like so. Uh, you know, the Lord of the Lane closed, and so we're sitting yeah. there piling up, and then someone. You know, does the thing where they cut all the way up here and they try mm-hmm. to they cut around this person yeah, real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, gets in front of this girl and this girl's got one of those like you know those octopus things on her dashboard, those little fluffy. Yeah, 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 yeah. She turns it inside out because it's it's got a frowning face on the inside. Oh my! Gosh. And I was like, is that the millennial middle finger? And what is that? No Are you freaking it. kidding me? <laughs> that because it's like one side is happy and that's like that's how you're telling your mood. Yeah. I was like, is this like a millennial mood ring? What is going on right here? And she just she just reached up and she went like this and she went. But do you think that guy could actually see that? I know. I guarantee you. <laughs> like, no. No. I saw a tweet where the guy was if like, someone my did that dad. to me. I would break check him. <laughs> And then I'd walk. I'd in get out. I'd steal that I'd octopus. That. Turn it upside down. Are you joking? You saw a guy would do what? No, I saw a tweet where the guy was like, "My dad doesn't flip people off in traffic. He gives them a thumbs down." And he's like, "People, people seem to like that even less." They don't like that. Where you just go. Boo! They, a guy tried to pass me on a single lane road today. He was yeah. real mad. I Yikes. was like, "Where are you gonna go in your Chevy?" Uh, what was it? Malibu, Chevy Malibu. Ooh, yeah, go? that's sad. That's <laughs> sad. Sorry if you're listening to Chevy Malibu. That's because we're sponsored by Toyota. <laughs> the all new Toyota Corolla. <laughs> the happiest of cars. I, I love that we couldn't even get sponsored by one of their better cars. Worry, it's not sad. <laughs> That's their new slogan. Don't, don't worry, worry. It's not. Sad. It's not sad. The not sad sedan. <laughs> so dumb. Okay. Oh, good. All right, back to the boring. <laughs> back crap. to the boring stuff. Uh, so, <laughs> four turnings. Okay, so here's here's where it gets interesting. You ready? Thank God we're finally here. <laughs> now keep going. Okay, so they noticed that the nation uh, goes through this as well, uh-huh. uh, and so there's these four cycles every twenty or thirty years or so. Sure. Um, where you have the the four phases are. Uh, let me scroll down so I, I get this right. Um, you the four phases of the cycle are the high, and so that's when everything is really good. Okay. That's when you're excited to be alive. That's this, when things are going. Things are chucking along forward. Things are going good. Yeah. That, but it's double sided. It's not just high because it's good. And that's not just pros- prosperous. It's high because you have a high institutional reliance. Everybody's yeah. everybody's relying on the Post-World institution being two. communal. Yeah. Here we are. You're in the high. Uh 
The next phase is the awakening. That's when everybody starts 60s. to become, uh, yeah, more yeah. introspective. More, it's all it's about me. It's not about everybody else. Um, and then you have the unraveling. That's when everything starts to fall apart. Um, it's a very chaotic time. Okay, um, but it's not. Um, it's not explosive, and there's not sure. a lot of change coming out of it. But it's chaotic. Um, and, and what's strange though is it's still pretty good. Like it's it's weird because yeah. it's still it's still pretty good. But there's you a lot still of still got the safety of the institutions. <clears throat> yeah, but you can explore different things. Yeah, and there's and, and, and maybe a good way to put it is there's bad things going on around the world, but you're kind of removed from it. And so like things yeah, are you don't know. things are pretty bad, and you know it's bad, but you're like I don't have to like. Ah, it's not my problem. I have to acknowledge that it's bad. You know, ah, like that's are, the unraveling. Ah, things are bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, and and then the crisis is when the unravel kind of hits that fever pitch, sure. and then you have to get involved. You're stuck in it, and it's 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 here, um, and things get really really crazy, um, and then it repeats, and you go back into a high. Um, and what they say is that because of the way the interplay of where the generations are at specific points in time when events happen, right, and because of um, uh, the way that those generations react when they have the power and the control to events, then it creates this cultural attitude and it, and it dictates how history unfolds and how, um, how the nation um, gets involved with world events. Sure. For example, um, World War I happened during an unraveling. World War II happened during a crisis, period. And so the unraveling period... period. <laughs> No, that, okay, yeah. period, period. <laughs> uh, so because World War One was in an unraveling period. Yeah, World War was not very popular with America. Yeah, it the World War One started with the sinking of that ship. I don't remember what it's called the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> it was Disney Cruise. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it took two. They took out Carnival Dream. <laughs> Speaking of, I'll be on Carnival Dream Memorial Day weekend. Um, if you want to buy tickets to that cruise, it's just his vacation. It's, uh, I'm not <laughs> performing. Not performing. Just, just gonna wants, be. He's gonna be there. Ray's not going. <laughs> you know. If you want to see me, just on the me. Deck. <laughs> That's right. I needed some me time. <laughs> And Carnival's the cheapest one. <laughs> That's why I did it. If you want to see me perform with the Spirit Airlines of the Sea, <laughs> then you can come to Carnival Dream. You think you can book a show on Spirit? It'd be I, bet I'll, I bet I'll fly Spirit to the to the, to the thing. <laughs> to be honest with you. Oh my gosh! No, I really am on Carnival Dream Memorial <laughs> are, Day weekend, are, though. You are. If you want to come to that. Um, not you. Uh, yeah, I know. Man, you what what I got you for your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> Carnival cruise. cruise. One ticket. On. <laughs> one ticket. This is for you or Bree. Yeah, one um, of you can go. And then the other one would have to pay for it. So <laughs> you guys can have that fight later. But just wanted you to know. I'm gonna get you a good gift. You got me a really good gift this year. Yeah, I tried. Yeah, got me a bad gift last year. <laughs> That's why I tried so hard this year. <laughs> Last year, it looked like he unscrewed a lamp from his own house, like a little wall lamp, and was like, "You can have this." <laughs> Doesn't match anything in my house. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, thanks." 
<laughs> I put it up though. So I'm not allowed to modify things in my apartment. I can't put that it's, up anywhere. It's, it's, it's a corded lamp. <laughs> it's a corded lamp. You like command strip to the wall. Like that's why okay. I thought. I was like, this is a nice little yeah, it's a good lamp. Lord gift. It's a great <laughs> gift. It's a great gift. I really appreciate it. He does not. He does not appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah. I bought you a car. That's <laughs> here. A Toyota Corolla, <laughs> and not even—I didn't even get one of the sad ones, bro. You went to IKEA and you're like, give me the saddest <laughs> lamp you have. I need a lamp you would cry under. <laughs> this is your cry light. Have fun. <laughs> Jeez, bro. <laughs> what did oh I get you for gosh. your birthday last year? You got me a flight that I still haven't taken. And you still haven't taken it, bro. <laughs> I know. I need to take Stupid. that. I got him a, a training flight that he can go learn how to fly. How to they fly. do that on spirit. Did you know that? <laughs> they just let you fly. sit up there. And they're Anybody like, can fly. they're like, hey, you want to give it a shot? Yeah. We don't know what we're <laughs> you, doing. You can book it on Expedia. It's like first <laughs> class. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. First uh, class. <laughs> in. in uh, <laughs> In World War One, yeah. they sunk the Fantasia of the Sea, and mm-hmm. it took the U.S. two years to finally decide, "Hey, we're going to be a part of this war now." Um, sure. World War Two was in a crisis period. They bombed Pearl Harbor, and the next day we were in the war. Yeah. Um, and so it's 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 the way the people in power react to things. Sure. That make the things that happen in that. Time it, of yeah. If you're happen. in a crisis, it's a very reactive time. Mm-hmm. You and know? that's the idea: is that the people who are in power in that in that it's not era very calculated are are crisis. So, hey, it's me again. Thanks for being here for this episode. Uh, If you like what we're doing, it does cost us money to do this. Uh, And so just think about that. You know, that's it. Uh, I'm kidding. No, uh, we have Patreon supporters, and it really helps us to make this show possible. Honestly, we're so grateful for everyone who listens to the show. Uh, but there's uh, there's people who um, want to make more of it happen, and so they financially support the show. And, and you get a lot back for it. You get our private Discord uh, where we chat every day. We're hanging out and just getting to bond and hang out. We also do live Zoom hangouts for our Patreon supporters. You get exclusive merch. Uh, it's a good time. There's a lot, there's a lot in it for you, um, and and. It's it's a lot in it for us because we get to know you better. You know, you're not just a, a number and a stat board or whatever, but you know, you're our friends and we appreciate you a lot. So consider doing that. Um, if not, then you can listen to this dumb little ad because that's how we're going to get money from you. We're going <laughs> to leech from you either way. We're going to get paid. We're in this for the cold hard cash, baby. <laughs> anyway, here's an ad. How do they? How do they get it though? I realized I forgot to put a CTA in mind. Oh, damn! You were doing it. Yeah, they can text Tillin to six six eight six six. Thanks, Jaren. The question I've got then is like so. Mm, so I mean, like you're saying the generation as a whole is certain whatever like we're the heroes whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. Are you suggesting that we're going to have to be the heroes for the next phase of this? Yeah. That's oh. the concept. So the concept is uh, well, that kind of sucks. What they realize, what they realize is that the generations all had these personality types. Sure. And then the nation went through the phases as well. And the nation is like it a rolling up? target. But yeah, it lines up to where your hero is always coming to age. So in their twenties to forties during the crisis, 
And so they're the ones who have to rise up and solve the crisis. And so that's that's why but I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't that's not my problem. It will be. <laughs> that's their point is it becomes a situation where you're the one who has to figure it out. And I hate that. <laughs> I resent that. <laughs> I want it to be their problem. <laughs> it is their problem. Like the bank failure, bro. That's their problem. <laughs> That's dude. I was so annoyed. Do you know about the SVB bank failure thing? Not do you know about the bank failure thing? Do you know that in 2009 they put a bunch of regulations on banks that they were like, hey, you can't do sketchy stuff anymore. And Don't in 2018, the government was like, hey, never mind about all Just that. Just kidding. Feel Did free you know to be that? sketchy. And then it took them less than five years to be like, we sketched we too sketched hard. Harder. <laughs> I'm so annoyed at that crap, man. I don't want to be the hero generation. Yeah, well, you got to be. I want to be the little baby generation that gets taken care of. Yeah, I, want well, to, I want to be ours. I want to do our stupid podcast. Well, we are on the line. So, I mean, if you play cards right, you no, can I be artsy. I don't want to do that crap. You could be artsy if you want. <laughs> Change your haircut. <laughs> I'm just an artist. Dude, I'm so full of riz. <laughs> Whatever that means. I don't know what the kids say. I can gritty. I have no idea what you're saying right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you've been out of youth ministry for a minute. I have. Um, <clears throat> so it's become this feedback loop sure. of the people behave in a certain way when they're in that part of the generation, Kay. but the world around them is what has led them to do that. So the world they came up in created their personality, like nurtured sure. their personality. And because they came up in that world, when they find themselves in their position of power, they're going to react a different way, and it and it creates a cycle, and it's just kind of oh, rolling on itself it's right now. Okay, um, because that's yeah, the same way that like you know <clears throat> our grandparents don't do this because they didn't live through the depression anymore, but their parents, so like my mom's grandparents, saved aluminum foil and all that stuff because they you know they lived through the depression, so yeah. they they saved everything. Yeah, because they they came up in a period when. That was and that, what like, they learned. Even when it wasn't necessary anymore, that was still who that's what they did. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh so they 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 take this back to the fifteen hundreds and illustrate this. Um every twenty years or so you see the turn and they the whole book is pretty much them going through each of these twenty years to being like, here's everything that was happening in the world, here's how it went down, here's how the American culture reacted to it. Um and it it lines up throughout the whole story. And so when they wrote the book, they were at the tail end of an unraveling. And they said that we believe that the unravel this unraveling will end sometime around 2006 um, and be launched. And what happens, what's true of the crisis almost uh, throughout every point in history that they've outlined. They, I think they went through five of these. I think we're hitting a lot of crisis though. This is more than just freaking. Well, that's the thing is the crisis is always started kind of surprisingly. It's like an overnight thing. All of a sudden you're in a crisis moment and that lasts about 20 years and there's multiple crises crisis that last happen 20 inside years. the crisis. Yeah, 9-11, the housing crisis. 9-11 well, was in the unraveling. 9-11 okay. was actually in the unraveling. 2008 was the housing crisis. That was the start of our crisis period. Okay, and so <clears throat> by their numbers, I did have a crisis in 2010 too. That makes sense. <laughs> I don't think personal crises. Count. Oh, uh, that's just that's right. just you. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a part of the. I was a that's sophomore just, in high school. Yeah, that's just, just had a, There was like one level of Temple Run I couldn't get past. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you remember Temple yeah, Run? Yeah, I broke my phone. My I, it wasn't oh. even a phone; it's an iPod Touch. I should download Temple Run tonight. 
Hashtag ad. It's it's interesting that you brought that up because I saw somebody playing temper the other day and I literally out loud said, are you playing temper in the swamp? Are you playing temper right out here? He's just like, yeah, eating cheesecake, playing temper. That's like the guy in first. I mean, first class, you see it all the time. I, you don't, because you don't sit in first class. Oh my god! But like, I see it all the time. Uh, people still play Angry Birds. Yeah, that's that's bonkers. To Old me. white guys got that game. Like, that's the first thing they download. Yeah. But when they get a new iPhone, they don't even they don't even download their wife's contact information yeah, before they, they download Angry Birds, Angry Birds three. Yeah, they walk and in. They, the- they go. Uh, restore purchase. <laughs> they walk into the AT and T store and they say, "Hey, will I lose my Angry Birds?" Progress if I get the new I iPhone. Go, yeah, there's a guy who straight up has his old phone still. <laughs> Just because for he's Birds. got some kind of progress on his phone. He doesn't want to lose that. He doesn't want to lose, but he's not an iPhone. It was a, it was a different phone, and he didn't want to lose. So he he got the iPhone, but he keeps his old phone. That's so weird. Yeah, well, so find guy, something you love. The and hold on to it, I guess. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, <laughs> we chose you know marriage and family and. <laughs> This guy chose snake on his 2002 <laughs> Nokia. <laughs> the, bro, the buttons are gray. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just worn out and he's just sitting there freaking. <laughs> he's sitting down on the plane. This dude's watching a movie. This dude's eating five guys and then this dude pulls out his Nokia. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> Gee golly. I, I, think they would, I think if you tried to bring a Nokia on the plane, I was they, would say they stop you security. security. Yeah, they go, sure. uh, that seems pretty 2001. Yeah, no pre 2007 phones are here. Your phone has to have a screen that's full phone or else we don't full buy it. phone. <laughs> Um, can't bring a break. It doesn't even well. It doesn't meet the the, the weight requirements. <laughs> it's too <laughs> heavy for the plane. You can't take that. You gotta weigh the whole plane down, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Plane's not even gonna Can take you move off to the back, the please, <laughs> for weight and balance <laughs> with your brick phone? <laughs> hey, sir, your phone's too heavy to sit in the front. <laughs> Imagine walking through the airport though. That huge phone in his pocket, just freaking. Pants aren't designed for that anymore, man. <laughs> yeah, they had parachute pants back then. There's a lot yeah, more. They were much so more forgiving. stupid, dude. <laughs> I don't know how we got here, but they last 20 or 30 years. Oh, okay, 10 to <laughs> 10 to 30 years. Where we are. So on the low end, 2018 was the end, which we sure. all know that wasn't that the wasn't end. the end. Um, so on the mid end, 28 2028 will be the end of the crisis and crisis crisis periods are full of crises. And so we obviously sure. we don't even have to list them. We know that in the last 10 ish years, there's Let's been a them. lot. There's been a lot. Um, let's list them. The the point is there's probably going to be more and there's probably going to be things that we as yeah. the heroes are going to have to be heroic for <laughs> sure. Uh, what's interesting according to their timeline. Um, we've obviously gone through a, a series a lot of, crises. of crises. There's a good chance that there's going to be more but sure. with what they say we could be done because they say that 10 years. It's it's somewhere between 10 and 30 on average 20 years is what these turnings are. Sure, so we could be done. What's important is that during the time of crises, the people in power genuinely generally not genuinely, but genuinely as well genuinely generally make decisions that exasperate the problems um, and yes. make things a little bit bigger of an issue than 
they would have been if these things happened during unravelings or other periods. Because that's an important thing to note is that wars and crises, crises happen in every turning. Well, but that's the thing is that wars and crises, they can't be dealt with with long-term solutions. They have to be dealt with with immediate solutions, mm-hmm. which is where conspiracy theorists get all messed up and stuff. Yeah. It's like, dude, the government didn't have all the info we've got now about COVID. Yeah. So exactly. like they, they couldn't be like, hey, here's the, we're going to do a, a two-year rollout all this stuff. Yeah. They had to be like, everyone shut down tomorrow. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, so so issues happen throughout everything. It's the way that issues are handled and the way things happen and the way the society reacts to those issues during the crisis that makes it a crisis period. What, what the really interesting part about this is though, yeah. is that in the crisis period, sure, just like a lot of us do in our regular lives yeah. is we wait until the crisis to finally deal with all the problems that have been coming up during the unraveling during the awakening, right? Um, that's when we say, okay, all this stuff needs to be dealt with. Um, and then in the high period, you become you come into an area where the heroes of notice I pointed out myself mm-hmm. for heroes, where the heroes who helps usher everyone out of the crisis. Sure. Create the new institutions and they build those institutions. It becomes a high institutional era and it becomes an area of relative prosperity because everyone's kind of been like, oh yeah, this whole like trying oh, to do yeah. everything by myself Sorry, we were hasn't really worked. Yeah. And then the cycle repeats itself. Um, what's interesting is if you look in war at the end of World War II, all of the all of the high institutions that were established are really the high institutions that are running everything today. They're still the ones that are in play, um, but they haven't changed at all. The world's changed a lot, but they're still operating things as they did in that era. Um, CIA, FBI, um, United Nations, NATO, all of these institutions that created the prosperity that was possible sure. after World War II are still here. Um, chances are in the crisis period, a lot of those will get uh, obliterated <laughs> and new things will be put in their place and everybody will bow down to the new world order, uh, new institutions. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Every knee will bow. Um, and then things will be pretty good. The authors do are careful to note that um, it's not uh, the high is not a high for everybody. There are people who uh, the high is a high for some people because they subjugated other people to be able sure. to be in a high. Um, and so it's not a everybody is everything's great all the time when things are happening, but it is for the most part as, as far as the, the greater culture um, the majority of the people are in that in this cycle and it repeats itself. It, it's kind of the concept you probably heard it, it of the this is a this is a classic wild at heart conference quote, um, but it, it, cool. it, it's kind of it's honestly kind of their point of, of um, hard times make strong men strong men make good times good times make weak men weak men make bad times bad times make strong men. Trying to make good time and research. Sure, that's a. You've been to one too many men's conferences. Yeah, um, and that's essentially the concept here: is that the things that happen in the world are yeah. pretty cyclical. I'm just a weak little man. I'm just a weak. I'm just boy. a weak little boy. Um, but anyways, I, we can leave it with this. Um, the interview. The guy did an interview with Tony Robbins. Um, <laughs> We can land it here. <laughs> so the guy was doing an interview with Oprah. <laughs> and you're like, come on, dude. 
Tony Robbins came out and he was like, I got this guy dead the fourth That's not how he sounds at all. <laughs> Can you do him? He sounds like he smoked his whole life, but didn't smoke. Uh, you know? Yeah, it's a, it's like it's definitely a like a low. It's a little, it's a little raspy, like a little low, kind of low. Mm, hold on, kind of low and raspy. It's, but it's got the rest. I don't know what accent he has. Like, uh, it's it's almost Ar- Armenian kind of. No, that's a little. I guess a little close. Anyway, what did Tony <laughs> Robbins say? So he talked about. Um, he talked about everything. I downloaded with these his seasons. book on Audible. This is real. <laughs> His money book or whatever. Yeah, so I was yeah, like, yeah, all right, yeah. I'll read that yeah. one. Sure. Do you listen, know how long his Audible one is? Do you know how long it was? Like twenty hours. Twenty one hours, yeah, bro. Yeah, I was like, I don't, need, I don't need to make money that bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, if I spent all twenty one of those hours <laughs> learning a new skill, you know what I'm saying? If I spent all those twenty one hours instead of listening to Tony <laughs> Robbins' stupid book, if I spent all twenty one hours breaking into cars at the movie theater parking lot by my house and stealing their stuff and reselling on Amazon. How <laughs> much money I have. If, I, if I've spent all 21 of those hours buying 21 rental properties, do you know <laughs> <laughs> bro? Okay. I, did you see the podcast clip? Golly man. It's one of the barstool people. It's a girl and she's saying uh, she says if a guy has time yeah. in his 20s to take me out on dates, then yep. he's a loser. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, yeah, a, a guy should not have time for you in his twenties. Yeah, that's her point. That's crazy. Yeah, that's I sent crazy. it to Ray, <laughs> and I was like, "This is why I never. This see is why you. I never hang out with you." <laughs> I'm busy listening to Tony Robbins' book. <laughs> I'm busy succeeding over here. I'm busy. It's just me, at just, just sitting like I'm at a record store. Just, or what is this? Just like? sitting cross-legged <laughs> at Starbucks. With with a straw to your Bro, cold brew. That's on the floor for some reason. That's a long straw, dude. <laughs> I actually I, I listened to Tony Robbins' book in one ear, and then the other book I listened to Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone. <laughs> oh gosh, dude, this is so bad. No, so Tony so, Robbins. Yeah, Tony so Robbins. Tony Rob- Robbins. Tony Robbins. I was talking to him about all these generations, and one of the main points that the authors of this book make is that um, the the reason why things get so bad so often, yeah, is because we we do things in these turnings that are not first turning or third turning actions. And Tony drew the example of saying that one of the biggest moments for the human race was when we figured out seasons, was because we figured out that we should not try to reap our harvest in the winter. We should sure. not try to plant seeds in the middle of the summer um, because people were doing that for many years and they couldn't figure out why it wasn't working. Right. When they figured out seasons, it opened up a whole new world for us. Um, and so their point is that we need to recognize these patterns and be able to see what part of the pattern we're in and play to that pattern and not just play, act like everything's the high. Sure. And act like everything's great because in reality, it's not. We need to plan for whatever phase we're in. Maybe we're maybe we're planting for a harvest in the high. That's going to be forty years from now. Well, I guess it's good that like the crisis is almost over. <laughs> it is kind of like like the rest of our life going to be all right. Yeah, I mean it's true. Yeah. If we can survive. If you're a little baby listening to this, <laughs> sorry, dude. Your 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 childhood's going to be pretty rough. Yeah, but you're going to be gonna a weak little some, man. You're going to make some art. 
You're gonna make some good art. Do some good little drawings. You're do some art, and then your kids are gonna, your kids are gonna be crazy. Or rise up. Yeah, there's gonna the world's gonna unravel around your eyes, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna die whenever everything else was as bad as it was when you were born. <laughs> It was bad when it started. It's going to be bad when it ends. I'm sorry about that. Uh, that's, a, that's what I'm saying. If you're born in like 1940 and yeah. you died last year, that's rough. That's a rough. That's go. a rough life. Yeah, but honestly, though, like you didn't have to. Honestly, that might be the best scenario because you you didn't have to do it. You didn't have stuff. to do it when it was bad. And now and then you're old enough to where you don't have to deal with it when it was bad. No, that's my grandma is right you're, now. She was born in 35. Yeah. And she's still around. She's still yeah. kicking. Yeah, but it's not her problem anymore. Yeah, so she know? got to live the prime of her life when the world was. Pretty, yeah, her pretty house decent. was twenty one thousand dollars. That's bonkers. Um, Good for her. But yeah, so um, I bought it for twenty one thousand last year. She doesn't know. <laughs> you know, she doesn't know how housing Look, market works. You paid twenty one thousand for this. I said, let's call Second it. Second, you drive it off the loft. Yeah, the loft. The loft. <laughs> Second, you drive it off the loft. Second, you drive it off the loft. I'll give you sixteen thousand for this house. Yeah. Now that's fair. That seems. Fair I did to go me. try to buy a car this week, and I was like, "Let's just see what I can swing for." They listed it for twenty six nine, and I said, "Would you take twenty one for it?" And she went, "No." Would you take four? No, and I said, "I said okay." All I right, figured fine. I'd ask. I'm walking. She goes, twenty six nine, and I said, "Well, you didn't say a different number." I said, "At least I said a different number." I said, "What about twenty three five? She said, "She said twenty six nine," she and went, then I said. Ooh, the banker's she went, calling. She went. Would 20- you like to open up another case? <laughs> deal or no deal? Is that supposed to be your fault? You don't have to do that. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> Fix your shirt. Pull your shirt down. <laughs> oh, that comment was about you, Tubbers. Oh my gosh! Sorry, Tim. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. Anyways, so long story short. Um, I'm in my prime right now. I'm in my high time right now, if you will. <laughs> Long story short, yeah. Uh, the conspiracy theorists will tell you that these people predicted that we're about to go into World War Three. Yes. Um, odds are we are, um, but <laughs> uh, they didn't predict it, um, and it's not guaranteed. We we might not. We might be done. We might be going sure. into a period where we're going to build up our institutions. One thing I'll say that's really interesting is um, when I was in Bible school. I did not get credentialed by the AG because I did not trust the institution and I did not want to tie myself that closely to the institution because I came up in unraveling when institutions weren't trusted. Okay. I have recently within the past year or so started to believe in institutions and I, and I think you and I have had these conversations where I've yes. been like, you know what? I think institutions are important and I think we do yeah. need to bring some order into the world and people need to put some more trust in Institutions, yeah. and that's just kind of happened. Yeah, Tim came into the office one day and said, "We should rule over our neighbors," and I was like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> and, and now he's now he's trying to frame it like, you know, "I really believe in institutions." But this man walked in, slammed the door open, was wearing a, a fur coat down to the floor, and said, like an "We must jumpsuit." <laughs> he said, "Let's take control of our dominion," and I was like, "What are you talking about, bro?" What's that? What's that? Pax Romana. He comes in wearing his fur coat and, and he just goes. <laughs> I'm the hero. <laughs> I 
stop that right now. It took me so long to figure out what you were doing. There's a right YouTube there. comment. We can talk about it. There's a YouTube comment that said, "Hey, you don't have to keep pulling your shirt down." It's he okay literally to said, have, "You can delete this yeah, after you read it." Well, let we me didn't t- delete it. He goes, "You can delete this after you read it. You don't. You don't have to keep pulling your shirt down. It's okay to have a little bit of belly." And listen, the YouTube comments are not kind to me. Yeah, and they're usually about me. They're like, "Oh yeah, the the, the big guy." Yeah. Right. And I was like, well, that sucks. So I watched the clip and I didn't touch my shirt once. That's about Tim. Yeah. You know, so yeah, Tim, you don't got to be ashamed down. to have a little belly. I'm not ashamed of my little belly. So he comes in one day, fur coat down to the ground, pulling on his shirt. And he goes, we need to rule over, rule over Kansas our City. Yeah. They will bow to us. How do you think we take over power? We're the crisis. We, we are, are the, the crisis, crisis dude. <laughs> That's kind of that'd be a cool we are shirt. the crisis. That's a we cool, are the crisis. That's a cool like slogan. That's a good album. Do you want to start a cult? Well, I was thinking of cults like that was the cult slogan. So <laughs> we are the crisis. You believe in institutions in a way that's like what you're like. <laughs> we should make banks st- still around or what do you, what do you mean? You no, it's not banks, but I think I think it's it's important to have oversight. It's important here's, to have yeah, a group here's of people. A, here's a great example. Sure. There's an episode. Uh, um, I don't remember what episode. I know we shot it. I remember. I vividly remember it in your apartment uh, that we did, where we were talking. I think about AI or something like that. Okay. Um, maybe it was one of. Maybe it was Neuralink. Sure. Um, because I was saying at the time, I strongly believed that crowdsourced wisdom was better than <sighs> like refined academic, like yeah, academia coming in, and and I have changed my opinion on that. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, I, I I think that a lot of things that have happened recently was it Bitcoin. Do you think it was about Bitcoin? It could have been, um, but yeah. Now now I don't I don't see things that way. I think that uh, the Wikipedia model of doing things yeah is not the best way. You need peer review. You need a control system to say yeah that's accurate. That's not accurate. That's an okay thing to say. That's not an okay thing to say. Sure. Here's the rules. And we're going to enforce them and make sure you follow them because yeah. that's how you have an orderly society that doesn't crumble. Well, and people will go, well, we got to think outside the box. You're like, yeah, but not that far outside the box. Yeah. Like, you don't got to think into a different realm and different circle. And I think it's like, I think there are, I think there's, I think there's room for that. Yeah. But I, I don't think you publish that. I think you think that. Oh, way, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think well, you, you publish prove it first. Yeah, you got to, you yeah, got to like test it and justify it. And you got to have yeah. people who can agree with you and prove, be like, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. You don't get to just go tweet and you don't think the internet affects the generation stuff at all. Um, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does, but I think that do you think my theory is that we would almost accelerate it that instead of 80 years, we would be doing this every every 30 years. You know, it's possible, um, but I think I think I, I think more than anything, it's just kind of moved that I mean, to use a word that was used when Twitter was bought a lot, it's moved that kind of marketplace, like city center thing, yeah, to the internet. Sure. And so, like, it's still engaging, it's still doing the same thing that was happening before. I've, I saw this thing uh, on TikTok today. A guy was talking about a third place. Have you seen that? Have you heard of this? Yeah. Like, you have to have a that's third what, place. So Starbucks is, that's what their slogan is, is to yeah. nurse so and be a third place. To, yeah. yeah. If you haven't heard of it, basically, the concept is that. Your third, your first place is your home. Your second place is your place work. of work. Your third place is your place of community. And for a lot of people, that's churches, maybe a cafe or a coffee shop that they go to a lot, um, or whatever, a bar, a club. Like it, it's yeah. places. How the that internet they, became the third place. Yeah. And so whenever you like, you know, a lot of kids end up isolating in their rooms mm-hmm. as an attempt to find a third place. I saw that video. I saw a video like that in the context of. Uh, well, we made we made it illegal for kids to hang out anywhere. 
Yeah. You yeah. Know, so kids don't have yeah. a third place outside of the internet. Interesting. Yeah. And that's, that's the problem with the internet is a lot of people thought the internet was going to be our new third place. And so all the third places closed down yep. malls, so many churches, so many restaurants and bars and things like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, the internet has not been able to replicate what third place has done for people. Yep. Um, so, uh, but it maybe third place, third <clears throat> maybe it has place. done all the worst sides of the third place though. Like it, mm-hmm. it's yeah, I don't know anyway, but yeah, anyways, long story short, I felt my opinion change on that and just organically through watching the world do what the world has done through this fourth turning. I've been like, you know what? Maybe institutions aren't that bad of a thing. Yeah, I was very against them when I was younger and now I'm I would say I'm leaning pro institution. It's interesting. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> So we as the heroes have to face a crisis head on. Yeah. You know, let's say that the the banks really screw us over. Yeah. What do you suggest that we do um, to fight back? I think that uh, the obvious thing that I think any hero would realize (laughs) in that situation is everybody get on a bus. Okay. <laughs> All the heroes. If you're not a hero, don't get on the bus. This bus is for heroes only. The hero bus destination, Georgia. We're going to okay. have a fiddle off. I was like, where are you going with that? <laughs> Things I learned last night is a production of Space Tim Media, produced by Christian Taylor, audio by Alex Garnett, video by Connor Betts, our graphics and our logo by Caleb Goldberg, and our social media is run by Caleb Walker. Our hosts are Jaron Myers and Tim Stone. Follow us on your favorite social media platform at Tillin Podcast. That's T-I-L-L-N Podcast. Remember to tell all your friends about us, and we'll see you next Tuesday for another episode of Things I Learned Last Night.